Hello and welcome to Investors Hangout. This weekly interaction to help you learn and understand savings and investment issues is brought to you by Aditya Vela Sun Life Mutual Fund and Value Research. Now, investors, Indian investors, committed close to five and a half lakh crore rupees to IPOs in November 2023. Compared to that, the inflows in SIPs have been abysmally low, and this is quite worrisome. So, who are these investors investing in IPOs like this, and why are they doing it? Most importantly, should you invest in IPOs at all? We'll talk about that and much more in today's episode. Dhirendra, first of all, for the benefit of our viewers, what exactly is an IPO and what explains this craze about IPOs? Initial public offer. So companies are set up, somebody puts in money mm. and he wants more money to grow mm. and he wants investors to invest money in that mm. or a company set up somebody has invested money mm. and now he wants to share you know sell his shares mm. these are the two ways in which a company goes public yeah. selling an existing set of shares by some shareholders or get, getting new capital into the company and a company going public for the first time mm. there is great unawareness or anxiety or curiosity or uh, the outlook might be bright or outlook more might be unknown mm. and uh, if the outlook is bright if lot more people are optimistic about the future of that company, mm. many people will invest in it mm. and the supply is defined, mm. supply is limited. If that is the situation, there is expectation that it will trade at a huge premium to its, to its issue price. Mm. And that is why the lottery element comes in. And it is also because of the history. Mm. In the 90s or in the 80s, government used to set up the price of the companies going public. Mm. Government, you know, there was something called controller of capital issues. Hmm. They will define what they will actually decide what the price of a company will be based on a formula. That formula was such that when it those companies used to get listed, they it always used to be substantially higher than that. Mm -hmm. So people fell in habit of you know that apply for an IPO and if you get it, it's good uh, you know it's good news. No longer hmm. now fifty percent of the IPOs people lose money. Hmm. Fifty percent of the IPOs people lose money if not in soon after listing. Uh, then thereafter. Hmm. So IPO game has changed, but people's expectation, you know, there's great fun in doing IPO, yeah, investing in IPO. Youngsters are doing And uh, simply because, you know, it's fun. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, one should not make fun and in investing. Uh, you can either have fun or you can either make money, uh, is my general understanding. Mm -hmm. And once in a while you make money. So wh why do you say that IPOs are risky? IPOs are risky because of variety of things. These are new companies. Hmm. Many of the IPOs about which investors are excited are so new and they don't make money. Hmm. That's that's another. Third is that not much known is known about the company and you know you have to keep money in readiness to invest in those. Hmm. And uh, you it is entirely a function of uh, uh, you know getting an allotment. So there is an element of lottery. Hmm. 500 people will invest and only 100 people will get allotment. Hmm. There could be a situation like that. But more importantly, I would like a thoughtful investment to be part of some process, some method. It should be part of your habit. Hmm. And IPO is something which is seasonal because good times, a lot of people, call, you know, a lot of companies go public because that is the time when investors are excited about it. Hmm. Bad times, they are not. It can't be part of your regular investment plan. So you're saying individual investors should not invest in IPOs? You, are not, you will not miss out on anything. If you are not going to, if you if you actually ignore IPOs, simply mm -hmm. because you know it is going to be 5,000, 10,000, 50,000 rupees worth of lot, it's not going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. But it will take a lot of your attention and you will be so excited about it. 
do your boring SIP. Yeah, that's and, what uh, I was coming to. If not IPOs, then where should one yeah. invest? No, of course, carry on with your boring SIP. Hmm. And no, I would not say, you know, discouraging about uh, something people are excited about does not work. Hmm. So I would say that do it, but think of it as your fun allocation. Hmm. Define, make that account separate, make that bank account separate. Should Have not fun. be a meaningful amount. Should not be a meaningful amount and it should not be mainstream of your personal finances. All right. Well, that explains the IPO bit. Now, before we end this episode, we have a viewer question. Yeah. Neil Kamal asks, uh, should long-term investors have debt allocation in their portfolio and why? Yeah, long-term investors should have debt allocation only after they have accumulated something meaningful. Hmm. Every investor should have fixed income. And short-term investment should be in fixed income only, should have debt investments only. Long-term investment should have should be uh, debts entirely to bring stability to your portfolio. Hmm. And if you don't do that, you will get nervous. If you do that, if you don't invest in uh, debt, uh, even in your long-term portfolio, the problem is that you will not be able to capitalize on the madness of the market, which actually goes crazy once in a while. Hmm. Uh, you saw it in March 2020. If you were carrying a portfolio, your long-term portfolio of 50 years, you are unlikely to need that money and you are going likely to leave a legacy for your family or whatever. If you don't have that 25%, 20%, 40%, 50%, depending on your choice, the problem is that uh, when those big opportunity comes, mm -hmm. you will not be able to capitalize on that. And that those rebalancing will substantially optimize your returns by so a methodical process. So basically a ready Cash. Ready cash, ready realizable, which will not go down because when markets go down, your equity values go down right. and 100% will go down. So one is that it will give you a sentimental hurt. You know, you'll be anxious. You'll not, you'll not, nobody likes it, even though you don't need the money. Hmm. The second is that you will be able to use it as an opportunity. Right. Okay. So Neil Kamal, I hope you got answer to your query. So keep those questions coming. We'll try and answer all of them in our subsequent episodes. Now, with the markets touching new highs, in the next two episodes, we'll discuss if this is the time for you to sell and should you wait to buy the dip. Keep watching this space for more information. If you like the show, do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Take care. Bye for now.